0: Hey guys, it's Rebecca Price. I hope you guys are doing great. I hope you guys have had um, a great week so far. So um, last year, one thing that I did around this time of year is I started prayer. And I did, I don't, I think I did 30 or 31 uh, days of prayer uh, because October is coming up. And every year, um, I have seen this my whole life. Um Every year, spiritual warfare ramps up around this time of the year, and uh, and it's because Halloween is in October, and really it starts it starts earlier because they start really doing Halloween stuff and celebrating Halloween events. But um, but for those of y'all who are pro Halloween, who love Halloween, who think it's great, um, so you can just just hear me out, just hear me out, and and you can hear the perspective and what I have to say. Um, so, you know, around this time, Satan is glorified because the spirit of fear is glorified in everything, and, uh, there are, um, all kinds of monsters that are celebrated, horror movies that are watched, uh, there people dress up as witches, they dress up as ghosts, as demons, but then you also have people that dress up in, in, co- in just, you know, non-scary costumes and still celebrate it, which is what a lot of churches do. Um, I don't think it is right to celebrate it at all, and uh, I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to show some scripture and just and, and tell you why I believe that it's wrong uh, to celebrate. Period. But this is a time, and every year I see and hear of Christians. Uh, disciples of Christ undergoing all kinds of spiritual warfare because um it you know the, the warfare is very high because so many people are giving access to the demonic and so much of the demonic is shoved out there. I mean you walk into stores and all you see are are, are witches or you see monsters and ghouls and and you see um you see, again, once again, you know, it's everywhere. Fear is celebrated, and people think it's fun, and it's and 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 evil is celebrated as fun, and so it's and but every year around this time, spiritual warfare uh, against God's people heats up. And what's interesting is, you know, I've said before that my favorite testimonies from people um, are the testimonies of those who used to be witches for years, and then they uh, they ended up. Um, believing in Jesus and uh, renouncing Satanism and witchcraft and all of that and they follow Jesus now and uh, all of them say that Halloween is one of, you know, Satan's favorite holidays, that he loves it because he is given so much attention and he's allowed to run around and people give him so much access and give his demons so much access into their homes and their stores and their neighborhoods and their schools and everything. In that. Um, and even the people that are dressing their kids up in non-scary things that, um, and they think, oh, well, I'm not doing anything wrong. Uh, Satan just kind of laughs because he knows that they're they're still giving access to him through that. So, I, I last year I started intercessory prayer and it was very spirit led. I just started praying for different things every day and sometimes it was attacking demonic principalities directly. Sometimes it was uh it was things that didn't seem they were like they were necessarily related, uh, but I just followed the spirit. Sometimes we prayed um <clears throat> one day for. To break the spirit of unforgiveness in our life and renouncing that, uh, it was just different things, and so I want to do something similar again, and I want to go ahead and start it early. I'm not waiting till October. I'm going to go ahead and start it early, and I want to give kind of a kind of an intro to this. So I'm going to read some scripture, and uh, kind of explain why you know why I believe that celebrating Halloween period is wrong. Okay. So I want to read this in the Bible, and this is in Deuteronomy 18. <coughs> Excuse me. And it says, He's talking to the Israelite people, and he says, When you come into the land that the Lord your God has giving you, you shall not learn to follow the abominable practices of those na- nations. He calls it abominable. Okay. There shall not be found anyone among you anyone who burns his son or his daughter as an offering. Anyone who practices divination or tells fortunes or interprets omens or a sorcerer or a charmer or a medium or a necromancer or one who inquires of the dead. For whoever does these things is an abomination to the Lord. And because of these abominations, the Lord your God is driving them out before you. You shall be blameless before the Lord your God. For these nations which you are about to dispossess, listen to fortune tellers and diviners. But as for you, the Lord your God has not allowed you to do this. Okay? So, in the Old Testament, uh, you know, God told them that you needed... He said, I'm going to drive these people... Out of this land to give this land to you, and you have to be careful not to not to do the things that they do. Don't adopt their practices. He calls them abominable. Okay, and and the the people around them were pagan. They were very heavy into witchcraft. As he said, he talks about necromancers. Those that um, I believe a necromancer is one who uh tries to communicate with the dead or or something like that. I'm not sure. Um, I've got to look up. Let me look up the definition of that because I want to make sure. That I tell you right on what uh, necromancy is. Let's see. Because I looked it up once before, because sometimes all of them, all of it can be. I say, it's, yeah, so communicating with the dead, all right? Um, but associated with sorcery or black magic, okay? Um, a medium, uh, those that tell fortunes and interpret omens. He's very, very clear about this and he says, do not practice these things. And he, he also talks about child sacrifice. He talks about sacrifices because uh, some of people would literally sacrifice their children to false gods. Uh, and, I mean, it was just, it was, it was hor- horrific. It was terrible. And God says, do not adopt these practices. This is the reason why I'm driving them out is because they practice these things. And so I have not allowed you to do these things. They do them, but they're getting driven out. Don't do this. So here you see in the Old Testament that these are things that God is not pleased with. These are some of the very things that are that are celebrated in Halloween. Uh, they celebrate communicating with the dead and psychics, and and especially Disney tries to make all of it look fun. And I've said this before in in kids' movies. You know, all the kids. You know, people think it's funny to, to show your kids movies about witches and, and let them play with wands. And magic has been has been uh, turned into kid shows where you've got a little fairy with a wand and they think it's cute. And it's all a method of the enemy to try to gain access to your home and to your child. Um, because if he can get you to allow that in your home, then he's in your home. If he gets you to open the door of the spiritual into your house by, by, you know, watching these things and celebrating these things. Now he's gained access to you and now he can wreak havoc. Now he can run around in your house and, and, and cause uh, uh, problems in your marriage and cause problems with your kids and wreak havoc on you. And, you know, some people are like, well, he can't do that to my house. Well, if you let him in, he can't force his way in. But if you open the door, well, of course, I mean, he, if you give him legal access into your home and into your life? Well, of course, He can. Um, now, a lot of people may be thinking and saying, well, that's Old Testament. You know, that's Old Testament. You know, well, we're out of the Old Covenant. We're out of that. Da, da, da. But God still maintains throughout the Bible that He does not allow sorcery. In fact, in Revelation, it says that sorcerers will not inherit the kingdom of God. And uh, Paul actually. Um, uh, cast a spirit of divination out of a girl, which actually angered some people because they were profiting off, profiting off of her. And even in Revelation, it all, he also talks about um, in Revelation a woman named Jezebel who was leading people into sexual immorality and idolatry, and the, and and with her sorceries and and things like that. So God does not like this. God does not approve of this. This is not something that has changed, okay? He hates these practices because they're evil, because God says that there are two kingdoms, the kingdom of light and the kingdom of darkness, and they are very different from each other. Today, they're trying a lot of, uh well, Satan, a lot. The satanic agenda is to try to blend the two and say, oh yeah, they they um they're actually the same when no, absolutely they're not. Light and dark are not the same. If you're put in a dark room, it's not the same as being put in a light room. That's the very basic well, basic understanding of of darkness and light, but it just goes to show you that they're just they're two very different things. So that's that's one thing. You know, you can't say, well, that's Old Testament because no, God still speaks of that in the New Testament of how that displeases him and that he doesn't, he does not, you know, he doesn't want his people that the people that go after these things, that practice these things, will punish, will be punished by him. Uh, and if they don't repent, they will be punished. And these are the very kind of things that are celebrated at Halloween. The very kind of thing, you know, let's talk about the side that blatantly celebrates evil. They, they, they're blatantly, uh, you know, they, they, they dress up as ghosts or as, you know, Chucky. They watch the horror movies. And this is coming from somebody that used to do, I didn't watch like horror, horror movies. Um, but I, I used to, um, I used to think it was okay to maybe watch a scary movie here, you know, and, and, and. On on Maybe on Halloween night or um, I have participated in fall festivals before and things like that. And my heart has truly changed. The Lord has changed my heart and changed my spirit about it um, over the years. And now I don't want anything to do with it, anything at all, because I understand the spiritual agenda behind it. I see what Satan is trying to do um, and what he is trying to accomplish and, uh, and spiritually' it's, it's very spiritually it's very dangerous. Um, it's very dangerous for people who don't believe and don't understand the spirit realm and how it operates because you really are opening yourself, your home, your kids, your family to the demonic and allowing them in and saying, hey come in and run around and cause all kinds of mess. There's a woman named uh, Jenny Weaver who she is an, uh, she's a worship leader today, but she also teaches as well. She used to be into witchcraft. And she said she used to do crystals and spells and uh, she literally uh, was scared to sleep at night because of the demonic spirits that would be in her room, whether they would scratch on the wall, whatever they would do. Um, she was terrified. She, she would have nightmares. Um, and, and I mean, it was very, very real. Someone like John Ramirez, who practiced witchcraft for years. I mean, I think it was around 25 years. He was a warlock in New York. I think he was the I think he was the third highest warlock in New York. Uh, he he knows. He can tell you the principalities. He can tell you the demonic spirits, their names. Uh, he can he can tell you that he sat he would could sit in a room and conjure them and conjure and talk to Satan himself. And I mean, some of the things that that in that guy's testimony will completely turn your world upside down because he blatantly. Um, will tell you how real the spirit realm is how real that he saw he he saw even as a witch um because he would try to there were times when he would try to come against god's people god's true people and he couldn't do it or he suffered for it uh whereas he could he could literally curse cast spells he could either bring he could even bring death he could he could um bring cancer on someone who wasn't a believer and kill them through uh magic and uh dark arts all that stuff so it's very, very real, and the, the fact that the world wants to turn it into a fantasy, wants to turn it into this show, wants to turn it into this fantastical, fun thing, it, the enemy is a liar, and he is very crafty. He's been deceiving from the very beginning, and he's not going to stop. He's called the father of lies for a reason. He's presenting you something wrapped in a bow that is extremely deadly, and um, as I've said before, an apple that is painted beautiful on the outside, but you bite into it and it's poisonous because he's going to present you with um, ma- with magic and witchcraft. And it's painted in this whole, uh, these, these uh, h- uh, beautiful images, these fantastic, um, uh, what do you call them? Um, just uh, very flowery, almost very fun. But here's what I will say. The enemy is getting more and more bold And now it's getting more to where there is no, that that's even getting torn down. And it's more in your face darkness. And people still accept it. People are still accepting this. Um, So I want to talk about the other side of it. uh, And it's people, because one thing that um, John Ramirez said that really stuck with me is he said that Satan um, laughs at people that dress their kids up as like princesses and firemen because they think they're not doing anything wrong. But when they're still, I mean, they're still giving glory to Satan because they're they're participating in the holiday. So here's what I will say about that. Because there are some churches that say, well, well, we're going to do a fall festival and we're going to minister to people. This is how we're going to reach people. Well, how are you reaching people? Because the fall festivals that I was a part of at churches... Um, I dressed up as a leopard or something and we offered bouncy houses and we offered candy and then we gave them a card and said, hey, come to church one Sunday. And guess what? Nobody, I don't, I don't even think anybody showed up. Why? Because they're there for the candy. They're there for the bouncy houses. They're not there because of Jesus. But, you, but we weren't really presenting Jesus either. It's not like we were we. Were, it's not like we were really and truly presenting Christ to them. And here's what I will say is, I have made this comment before that I, what I don't like about the about modern, uh, certain modern Americanized churches today, because I feel like more and more churches are getting like this, where we want to steal from the world, we want to steal from the world and call it our own which we've got to stop being copycats. we got to stop thinking, well, let's just take from the world and we're going to take from them. For example, I've said this before, uh, churches, you know, there's a lot of churches that I've visited that are like rock concerts. You know, I, I believe very strongly from what I have seen and how churches have, have, some churches, not all of them, but how some churches have literally transformed and turned into almost like an event arena, They're trying their best to get butts in the seats, but they're doing it. They're doing it by using the world's uh, tricks and gimmicks. So, oh, we got to have bumping music. We got to throw T-shirts from the stage. We got to do this and that. You know, I saw a church one time that had a dance off on stage, and somebody was twerking on stage. And I'm going, what does this have to do with Jesus? How are you reaching people for Jesus? Because you're you're dancing like the world. Like like you're like, like how how is this reaching people for Jesus, and it frustrated me. It actually really bothered me on the inside because I'm going, this is not. And so today, you know, what I believe that the modernized church has done is they've said, oh, look at the, look at the, look at the football games. Look at how they bring people in. Look at the movie theaters. Look at how they pre- bring people in. Look at this. And we've hijacked entertainment and said, we're going to bring this into the church and we want to create this crunk club-like experience that's more about entertaining people than it actually is discipling and teaching them about Christ. So then you have people that show up and man, they have this crunk experience on Sunday and man, it was great. Did you go? Yeah, you go to church. But then they go home and they don't know what to do. They go home the rest of the week and all they're talking about is, yeah, man, I can't wait to get back to church on Sunday, but they have no clue how to live their life. They have no clue because they're not being discipled. Because it's, that's not what it's about. And you have many pastors in churches today that are out for money. They're out for their own profit. They look at it and they see, man, that's a business that's really pulling in money. Let me go after that. Let me try that. Let me do that. Get my piece of the pie. So then you have pastors that aren't even building God's kingdom. They're building their own kingdoms. What, what they want their kingdoms to look like. I mean, there's a huge need for churches to repent and to stop this mindset of we've got to copycat. And I see Halloween the same way because they're trying to take something that has pagan origins, all right? Pagan origins. And they're saying, well, let's just borrow it, but we're gonna we'll, we'll take the ghosts and stuff out of it, which some churches don't. Some still have skeletons and and ghosts and and demons or whatever at their trunk or treats, which is you know. But they say, well, we're going to take that and we're going to kind of trim, trim the sides a little bit and we're going to offer that because, you know, that's going to reach them. Why? Here's what I'm going to tell you. Why, what was it about Jesus that re- truly drew people in? It was because Jesus was different. Now, Jesus both drew both two crowds, the lovers and the haters. Well, really three crowds, the lovers, the haters, and then those that just wanted a good show. Just wanted not that Jesus put on a show at all, but they they treated it like it because they thought, oh yeah, we're gonna see somebody healed. We're gonna they were drawn more to the to the works themselves than actually him. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Uh, but Jesus spoke the truth. He lived the truth. He lived the truth, and he didn't try. Um, he, you know, I mean, when he was talking to the disciples, he he didn't say like, look y'all, this is what we got to do. You know. We got to market this thing. We got to this, we got to that. Da, 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 da. No, he didn't do that. You know, and he, he taught people on a hillside or he taught people in a synagogue or he did whatever, you know. Um, and people loved him or hated him for it because Jesus spoke the truth. And Jesus was different. Jesus was a light. And he tells his people, you've got to be light. You've got to be salt. Be in the world, but not of the world. And the church is making a mistake because we're taking the things of the world and saying, well, it's okay because I'm going to reach the world. What's the difference if you're you're doing a trick or a trunk or treat thing? Great. So are so is that that shopping mall right down the road. What's the difference in yours and theirs? You really think people are going through that line thinking about Jesus? No, they're thinking about candy. They're thinking about candy and they're thinking about prizes and going home. That's what they're thinking about. You know why do you have to borrow from? The holiday. Why do you have to borrow from it and say, well, I'm gonna copycat, but then I'm gonna we're gonna to try to make it good and we're gonna to try to make it this and da-da-da-da-da. Why so for example, let me tell you this. So for example, I used to be a children's pastor, and I one year I did a a kind of a uh we're gonna dress up, do a thing, and then the Lord convicted me after that. And I'm like, I'm not doing this again, I don't want to do anything Halloween related, nothing. And so I, but I wanted to do something that was fun and safe for the kids that was not Halloween related at all, but just something that the kids could come and give them and, and, and teach them about Jesus. And so there was one night where the kids came, I cooked pancakes for them. We played some games, nothing Halloween related. Uh, and then what I did is I sat down I told them to bring a pillowcase because we're going to decorate pillowcases. And then I taught them about the spirit of fear. Because the month of October, it's glorified. But I taught them about that it is a demonic spirit, that they do not, that that does not have dominion over them if they let it. That if you're a child of God, it is under your feet, and you can tell, excuse me, the spirit of fear to leave. And we would so I would tell them about that. I would give them scripture and we would pray over our pillowcases. We would anoint them with oil and pray over our pillowcases. And what the things that the Lord would do. Like there were testimonies where there was a mom who said that. Her son took his pillowcase home and wrapped himself in it. And she said, he literally, I went in his room and he was literally at two the next morning. The two um, in the afternoon, he was still asleep. She said, I've never seen him in that deep of a sleep with peace. Because here's the thing. Fear is not fun. Fear is not something that's fun. Fear is not something because there are people that deal with anxiety today. There are people that deal with all kinds of stuff that and that's related to fear they fear things they fear this they fear that fear is a spirit and if you celebrate it if you don't recognize it as an enemy if you celebrate it because in the bible god identifies it as a spirit god says i did not give you the spirit of fear but of power love and a sound mind and that's what we have to realize is these things are are spiritual We've got to get out of this of this mindset that there is no spirit realm and and all of this is just uh just uh, fairy tale fun it's not it's very very real. It's very real. And the government and the the wicked society and government that we have is trying so hard to reach your kids cuz they are literally putting witchcraft in everything. They want your kids, your teens, and they want parents to back off. They want parents to think, oh, well, it's fun, it's it's harmless, it's this when really you're exposing your children to something extremely dangerous. Because if they grow up thinking that magic is fun, then they'll be full-blown wiccans when they're older. They'll be into all that stuff. They'll be casting spells, they'll be using crystals, they'll be, they'll be, they'll be up to their neck in witchcraft because they're being groomed at a young age to believe that it's fun let's that, that they can experiment and then they can buy the Harry Potter wands and they can do this when satan is laughing his butt off grinning because he's like now I'm going to attack them and I'm going to destroy their life I'm going to take them with me halloween is not a joke halloween is not fun and people are like oh you just try to spoil christians just try to spoil fun try to this no no, I recognize, because the Lord has opened my eyes and shown me, we are in a war. We are in a spiritual war, a spiritual battle. And one thing that is needed in war, in general, is wisdom discernment. Knowing when to move, knowing how to move, how to counter, you know, what weapons to use. But you, but none of that is going to help you. None of that. Hallelujah is going to help you until you recognize the enemy, until you're able to recognize who the enemy is. And Satan right now has a, has tons of people fooled because he's like, "Oh yeah, man, bring hocus pocus into your home. Bring that's all I've heard is is that they're going to have hocus pocus parties and bring hocus pocus in. That's a horrible film. I've never seen it, but I went and read the entire synopsis of it the other day and I'm like, that is absolutely from hell. It's from hell. But everybody's so excited about it because they think, oh, yeah, do you realize what you are bringing into your house? When you bring a film like that into your house, some of y'all bring this stuff in, but then you don't realize why your kids are having nightmares. You don't understand why you're really struggling with obedience. With your kids, because rebellion is a spirit of witchcraft. God says that. So if you if you have a, a spirit of rebellion in your home, and you're just like, I don't understand what's going on with my kids, but you're bringing in witchcraft, you're allowing witchcraft, you're allowing spells, you're allowing Harry Potter, you're allowing these things in. Well, then you're bringing it into your home. You're you're telling the enemy here, have my family, have my kids, have me. There are adults out there that that just oh love it and sing. Sing the praises of Harry Potter and everything and 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 they have they're so convinced that oh there's a difference between good witches and bad wit-. no witches are witches there is no such thing as a good witch people who convince themselves that they're good witches are deceived they believe that they worship goddesses deities like goddesses and and get good powers from them they're deceived they're lied to i was reading over the weekend um the, the last words of some people in Satanism. And there were people that, that surrounded Anton LaVey. And Anton LaVey was the founder of the Satanic Church. And, he, and the people that, that were there, it was documented, the people that was there with him on his deathbed. Now, of course, the Satanic Church denies this. Of course, they're going to, because if they don't, this will uproot their entire religion. But people that were around him at his deathbed documented him saying, oh, no, something is very wrong. Something is very wrong. Oh, no, what have I done? Something is very wrong. These were his last words when he dies. And he worshiped Satan. He, he was into witchcraft. He was into all of that stuff. I watched a video of a man who was an atheist. He was an atheist and he felt himself dying. He was on his bed. He had rejected Christ for years, but he felt himself dying. He felt his spirit trying to leave his body many times, and he fought. Everything he could to stay alive because he said when he closed his eyes, he felt his spirit start to descend. And the darkness, he said that the darkness that he was, would descend into was like nothing that he had ever felt before. He said it was a darkness you can feel. And I've heard many people say this before. People that have had visions of hell that have actually gone to hell and come back have said it's a darkness that we don't even know here on the earth because you feel it. It gets inside of you and they said it is the most terrifying thing and he realized he fought everything he could until someone came to him and and, and was able and he was able to accept Christ the man that had witnessed him to so many years that he'd spit on and then he'd cursed came and shared Christ with him and by the grace of God that man that man's soul that man was saved and he did i don't and he didn't die that night he actually lived These are people that have that have truly experienced this, and even John Ramirez, um, he's just got an incredible testimony. But you know, which for 25 years, he had an encounter where he actually went to hell, and he he thought, (coughs) he thought that, you know, he realized when he went, he was like, what? He's like, I have made a huge mistake. He said, Satan deceived me. I have made a huge mistake. And um, his description of it was terrifying. And he's just in tears. And and there in hell, I think he called on the name of Jesus. And Jesus appeared. And Satan just withered away and melted away. Because he before that, he had asked Jesus to prove himself. He's like, if you're real. And he had this vision where he went. and um, And he surrendered to Jesus after that. And he's just in tears talking about it. Because he's like, I've never in my life felt love like that I've never in my life I mean you have to realize that there is a very real enemy out there who wants to kill you he wants your children he wants your kids he wants your marriage he wants to he hates you why because you are made in the image of God and you are much more powerful than you realize you are much more powerful than you realize but he's a liar he wants you a part of his kingdom, not a part of God's kingdom. And you always, and you have the choice. It's your choice whose kingdom you're going to be a part of. And one of the many, 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 many ways he does this is through things like Halloween where he's like, man, you know, I mean, we were driving by the other day, this, this, um, this attraction, uh, it's a very popular attraction near Greenville. And it's like this haunted house where and people bring their kids. And I mean the pictures of this place is di- they're disgusting. Disgusting. But people bring their children and I'm going, "What are you doing?" I mean, you're it's literally almost like you're sacrificing your child to the enemy. You're saying, "Here, take him. Do whatever you want with him." Because let me tell you, that child going through that experience is affected. It is that child is affected spiritually do you realize that that demonic influence is real that there are children that are demonically influenced whether it is from access to things that 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 parents have given in their home whether it's things that they uh they participate in with their friends or whether it's through it can be through a lot of different things but halloween is not something to be played around with why would anybody want to celebrate evil Why is evil fun? It's one of the only, that's what I don't understand. It's one of the only times where people celebrate serial killers with knives. Like people can dress up as a serial killer with a chainsaw and people are like, oh yeah, man, that's the best costume ever. Are you kidding me right now? Since when do we celebrate that? Since when is that fun? Since when is that something I want my child to be around, my teenager This It's not okay. And for the church that thinks that they're going to copy from the pagans and reach the pagans, it doesn't work that way. Because light has to shine in the darkness and you don't shine that way. That's like someone saying, you know what, I'm going to smoke pot so I can reach all the potheads out there. How is that going to reach them? You're one of them then. You're not different. There's no difference between you and them. What difference is there between your fall festival and their and their celebrations? Sure, you can take away the, the ghouls and the scary stuff, but you're still dressing up in costumes, giving out candy, doing all of this. I mean, who are you really? You're, you're going to tell me that you're really doing that to glorify God? You're not. Quit lying to yourself. You're doing that as a business gimmick to get butts in seats for church on Sunday. Let's just be real about it. Why can't we be honest? I'm honest about it now because I've done it before. How are you reaching people? Don't copy. You know what I think would be great if if churches want to reach children, do something different. Say, hey, you know what, we're going to get together um, and we're going to you know, teach them about prayer, teach them about intercessory prayer, do something on the armor of God. Why don't churches hold intercessory prayer during that time and pray against the enemy and what he's doing? Why don't people hold healing services during that time where people can come and be healed and demons can be cast out? Why doesn't the church do what the church is supposed to do? Why don't we heal the sick and cast out demons? Why don't we do this? Instead, we're trying to copy. Instead, we're going to give out candy and and, and we're going to do bounce houses. That's what we're going to do on one of the most wicked holidays of the year? Really? And before you all say anything, because everyone's like, oh, yeah, but I bet she celebrates Santa. I do not celebrate Santa. I can't speak for anybody else, but I do not celebrate Santa. Santa is a bunch of crap. Don't get me started on that. But we really have to think about what we're doing. Everything that you let in affects you spiritually. Everything that you allow yourself access to. I mean, think about it. How many of y'all have ever ever seen your words manifest? How many of y'all have ever spoken something and then it happens like that? You think that's an accident? The Bible says there's power of life and death in the tongue. I've seen that happen. I've seen bad things and good things manifest. That's evidence of the spiritual right there. That there's spiritual power. That's why God says, you know, he he talks about what we think. Think on things that are pure and lovely and noble. Think on these things. Take our thoughts captive. Be careful. Be careful what we say. The words that come off of our mouth because there's power there. I mean, don't buy into the lie that all of this is a joke, that it's fun and games, that it's games, because it's not. You're putting, and don't buy, I'm sorry, don't buy into the fall festivals that it's okay and that's all, you know, you're borrowing from the pagans. Stop borrowing from the pagans. Do something different. If you want to have some kind of a celebration to reach people that much, then actually do something different. Because whenever you copy from the pagans, you are losing your authenticity. You're losing your ability to be real. You're losing your ability. You're losing the salt. You're losing the difference. You're supposed to be different, not like them. You're supposed to be different. So then let's start acting different. And yeah, you're going to lose friends. Yeah, you're going to stand up and you're going to say, I don't want to celebrate this. Yeah, you're going to lose friends. You're probably going to lose a lot of people but part but that's part of being a believer. Part of being a believer is is be like Jesus. You stand up for the truth and you speak the truth when no one else does. It's going to get you lovers and it's going to get you haters and sometimes all you can see are the haters sometimes. But your reward is not here. Your reward is in heaven and your father sees what you do. He sees the stand and he and 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 think about this. Think about the the benefit is the protection you're 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 keeping your house clean you're keeping your your spirit clean while all these other people are partying it up with hell itself and then they not they're not understanding why they're dealing with so much depression the next month why 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 you know are they so depressed or why is their anxiety so high or why is this happening or why is something do they feel like there's a curse in their finances or why are their children acting like hell well you just invited hell into your house last month if you're going to invite hell into your house and into your family, into your kids, into your church, if you're going to invite hell in, in October, then don't be surprised when it manifests in November, December, January, February. On the, don't be surprised. Don't sit there and act like, oh, where did this come from? You open the door and you let it in. Now, can you renounce it? Absolutely. Can you renounce it? Can that be cast out and cast off? Absolutely, it can. You don't have to live with that. <coughs> But I'm saying don't open yourself up to it to begin with. Shut the door. You know the song, Shut the Door, Keep Out the Devil? Literally, shut the door. Shut the door. Don't buy into this this entertainment hype of Halloween. Don't buy into it. Don't. It is dangerous. And people are playing with fire and they don't even know. They don't even realize. They don't even realize but anyway, I'm going to be doing uh, Days of Prayer, and I'm, this is kind of just a, an intro to that, but I'm, I'm going to be doing prayer, and I'm going to try to do it every day if I can, but I'm not going to promise I, I'm, I'm going to be able to do that. But we're just going to be praying, and we're going to be getting prepared, and we're going to go to war, because it's already started to heat up with around me. It's already started. So um, this was just kind of an introduction to it, but we're going to start, I'll start tomorrow if I can with intercessory prayer and just starting to hit some things that we need to hit being very led by the spirit so i love you guys and i hope that this helps and i hope in this that this opens your eyes and opens your heart to things and that the lord speaks to you through this um be blessed and i'll come at you with another podcast